This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hi, this is Adam Carolla. I want to thank you for supporting this podcast on the Corolla Digital Network. Everyone here at Corolla Digital is very proud of the shows that we put out every week and are excited about the future of our network. However, a patent troll is threatening that future by suing us. We need to fight back and beat the troll down. If we go down, all the other shows on the other networks you've grown to love are going to go down next. Visit fundanything.com forward slash patent troll to donate and find out other ways that you can help beat the patent trolls. Thank you and mahalo. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello. It is me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here with Mamie Hart and Hannah Hart. No relation. Or are we? Maybe we're married. Oh, Nobody no. knows. Is this like a white stripes thing? <laughs> or is it? It kind of totally is a white stripes thing. Two thirds yeah. of... The stars of Camp Dakota, Grace Helbig, will be in here shortly. So everyone in this room and who will be in this room, well, but not me, but everyone else, uh, YouTube stars in their own right, but also now starring in the movie Camp Dakota. And Mamrie, you co-wrote it? I did. And you guys all produced it and stuff. So, yeah. so much to talk about. I say we just jump in and then... Um, when Grace gets here, she can say uh, her version of anything Perfect. I asked you guys. Okay, so we'll just do all the like shit talking now. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So what she really like? Tall. Well, yeah. Yeah. Tall. I got beautiful. That from it's disgusting. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I mean. Humble. Awkward. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she had her butler drive her today, and he is notoriously slow. So we're sorry for her tardiness. Mm-hmm. So yeah. where? Did, how did you guys all meet? Well, I met, well, Mamrie and Grace, you guys have known each other forever. Right. I'll take this one, Grace. Um, (laughs) We met about seven years ago in New York City. We were both doing sketch comedy or attempting to, and we got put on our first sketch comedy team together at the People's Improv Theater. And uh, and yeah, we just started doing sketch from then on out and mm-hmm. then the YouTube stuff. But, yeah, we've got some real great embarrassing pics of us with, like, mm-hmm. really bad sketch comedy wigs on. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> the Bloody yeah. Marathon. Yep. Yeah. We've got a bunch of good stuff. What was the Bloody Marathon? Bloody Marathon is something totally different, Hannah. Oh, from what you guys did? You guys oh, from, did the the sketch, from the sketch stuff. Oh, yeah. But that went online, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was, they're wearing leotards. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was funny. We've got years and years of uh, costumes, <laughs> essentially. Did your sketch, did you have a name? Like improv teams have names? Yes. Our sketch team was called Finger, but it was pronounced like a three-year-old saying it, so it was Finger. <laughs> How'd you spell that? <laughs> we just spelled it like Finger, but then we corrected everyone all the time. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, Finger. <laughs> Although I feel like that would become complicated in like a loud club or something. Yeah, well, I... You know, surprisingly, not a lot of people want to hear about your sketch comedy <laughs> team when you go clubbing. Oh. <laughs> they kind of, uh, that's their cue to leave. That makes sense. Yeah. You don't do a lot of clubbing? Well, she clubs animals. But oh, now she's my. vegan. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a lot of Sam's Club. Yeah. Um, no. Like, we keep saying that we need to go dancing. I need to do it just for sheer, that's the only way I'll exercise, is mm. dancing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the only time I'll exercise if I have a solid buzz going on. See, do you, I don't love dancing, and I am aware that I'm starting questions with two words and then changing direction. Mm-hmm. There's, like, an extra question attached to all my questions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't enjoy dancing in the same way that I feel like most human beings do. And I don't know why. Maybe I just can't get outside of myself. I don't know what it is. What music like, do you like? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I, maybe I like music that you can't really dance to. What I kind like, of music? I like the stuff that I listened to in the 90s. So I like what? throwing muses. I like thermals. Yeah. I like morphine. What I if like... there was a club that like played that and then like it was like dun 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 and then your favorite <laughs> chorus of your favorite song? <laughs> would... My favorite rock song? Yeah, you'd, you'd probably I, lose I your mind. Into... Well, yeah, I mean, when I because I used to go to live shows all the time. Mm-hmm. I used to go see bands play all the time. 
Would you go nuts there or possibly dance a little? I think we're getting to the root of the problem. I would. (laughs) I would try to rock out to the music. And I always wondered, am I moving around just a tiny bit or a lot? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I can't tell. Oh. I can't tell if I'm moving around Spatial a lot. awareness. Yes. Yeah. I have none of that. I walk into doors and stuff. So. Oh, mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Covered in bruises. Here comes Grace Helbig. Oh, look Here at her. Is. Beautiful as a daisy. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. Welcome. Oh, Continue your conversation. So we are talking about um, whether we love dancing or not. Allison fucking hates it. I don't love it. You don't love it. She okay. I don't love it. We're talking about clubbing, how oh. we don't go clubbing, and how... What about like wedding dancing? Yeah, I could tear it up at a wedding. At a wedding, it's like... Like you have to dance because mm-hmm. there's no rules. Mm-hmm. I have just right, my... just right. Alpex Steakhouse. Are they sponsor? <laughs> I have my go-to. Look at me, you guys. I'm doing these dances, dances. Uh-huh. But then I have this moment of realization, which is, no, I am legitimately doing the Roger Rabbit. I'm not yeah. mocking mm-hmm. it. No, that's okay. That's Grace's great. dance move is just jumping up and down. It's literally my brother has described my dancing as very aerobic. <laughs> it literally is just jumping up and down. And mm-hmm. that's what I've resigned myself to. I'm not going to grind and pelvic thrust. Mamrie, on the other hand, very good at Excellent dancing. Dancer. Excellent dancer. I'm like dancer. a white, red-headed Missy Elliott. <laughs> I fucking love to dance. Yeah, we have true. some serious dance parties. Yeah, oh for sure. I mean, Mamrie like Mamrie likes to be very modest about how good she is at dancing, but like she can break it down. Break it down. I've never been described as modest. <laughs> <laughs> a first in our friendship. Mamrie, you you did singing, professional singing when you were younger, right? No, no professional. Ooh. I mean, I like, you know, I danced growing up and then I was in a band in New York, so like I've I've sung on a few albums and used to play live shows and, and whatnot. But Is that Kudzu and, and the, the Faggots? Right. Yeah. The greatest band name of all time. Yeah. They got some jams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, their shows, like I tell Mamrie, I'm like, the like top 10 drunkest nights I've ever had, two of them have been Kudzu shows because <laughs> they, they're just so fun. Like you just get so excited. They have giant uh, confetti cannons that they spray into the crowd. They're so Massive much fun. Massive penis beer funnels yeah and make people chug <laughs> yeah. out of and what yeah. did you do in the band i sang and i you know just entertained the masses <laughs> by masses i mean all my friends i begged to come to the show yeah. okay so so mamory and grace you guys met years ago in new york sketch comedy how did you guys meet hannah uh, we, yeah uh, no we i mean i met hannah through youtube um and then we all met- youtube is our one friend <laughs> yeah she's a bitch uh we all met at playlist um Two years ago? Two years yeah. ago, yeah. This so, will be our three-year anniversary? What? We're literally going to playlist this weekend. Um, for it's we, the, we should do the photo. We have a photo of us <gasps> all drinking Bloody Marys by the pool. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that when you work in the YouTube community, a lot of these kids are younger and they don't drink. And right. then I was drinking a Bloody Mary, and then Grace Mamrie came over with Bloody yeah. Marys. I was like, you guys want to drink in the middle of the day at this thing, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. alcohol brought you together. Yeah. And it's yeah. kept us together. <laughs> yeah. It really has. But you, Three times. Uh, you had the series, or have, You uh-huh. Deserve a Drink. Yes. And then My Drunk Kinchin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I said the kinchin. I don't know what that was. I, I think kinchin. Cool. You just snuck in there. Kinchin. Yeah. Kinchin. Yeah. Sassy. <laughs> and Grace, has alcohol uh, impacted your videos as well? Oh, <laughs> have you ever watched one of them? <laughs> no. Right. The fun thing about my videos is no one can tell when I'm drunk or when I'm sober. Like, that's been the mystery of the Grace Helvig videos. Uh, Mamrie and Hannah have the luxury of, like, openly talking about being uh, liquored up in their videos. And I, it's just always a mystery. In I don't know. If it's as much of a mystery no, as you think right. it is. It's pretty obvious. It's almost ex- very obvious. Uh, yeah, it, I, it's never been like a point of focus in the videos, but it's it's always there. You know. It's a point of in why it's out of focus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reason it's out of focus. Exactly. It's about the content, not yeah. the blood alcohol content. Yeah. Yeah. So Camp Dakota. That was good. That was, that was, good. Good. That was nice. <laughs> that was okay. That was good. <laughs> it, was, it was almost like a sound bite. Almost. But, uh, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> been one. It was more like a sound choke. <laughs> uh, camp Dakota, comedy about summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was watching, I was wondering, were did you guys grow up watching other movies about camp that in, were inspirations for this at all? Some, well, of, some great movies about summer camp have There happened. are some fantastic movies about summer camp. I, you know, I've been thinking about this lately, and I realize that, like, 
I I don't watch a lot of movies, but one movie that I did, that I did watch growing up was Now and Then, and yes. it was like a movie about like girls being friends with each other and like like four different types of girls being friends mm-hmm. with each other, and I feel like that has like a huge like influence on our film. That's a really good example. Yeah, like grown up Now and Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone kind of tries to um, uh, compare our film to like. Wet Hot American Summer, or and it's uh, not, and it's not. I mean, we're all very like slapstick comedy online, but like this is a movie that has heart and has feelings and has emotions and has like grounded characters. And uh, yeah, so I I just realized the other day I was like, oh yeah, this is very similar to Now and Then, and mm-hmm. I didn't put that together before. Yeah, I um, guess yeah, I guess there isn't an exact camp movie that I feel like is this same tone because most camp is just like. You know, one of my favorite films, Ernest, Ernest Goes, Goes to Camp. Okay. Uh, <laughs> God, I love Ernest. Like, unfortunately, in Camp Dakota's budget, we couldn't afford a hundred snapping turtles with tiny parachutes. <laughs> but I'm gunning for the sequel. Yeah. Um, and how did you guys all get involved in it? How, where did the idea for the movie come from? Mm-hmm. Well, Mamie went to camp. And yeah. she was a camp counselor. I was a camp counselor all through college. And my senior year of college, I wasn't going to go back to camp. I was going to kind of do like a big road trip around the southeast with my boyfriend. And then he uh, cheated on me and dumped me. <gasps> and bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. and so with all my plans kind of gone and I wasn't going to go home and I wasn't moving to New York till the fall, I called up and was like, can I please come back to camp? If I'm going to get over someone, might as well be at a small microcosm where there's zero dicks. Yeah. <laughs> and a ton of periods. ton of periods. I just love that. And everyone's going to be crying all the time anyway. <laughs> exactly. So no one's going to even notice your tears. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where the the base of the movie came from. And I started working on it. And then these two gals met Michael Goldfine, our producer. And, uh, yeah. Extreme Studios. Yeah. It just, uh, it was a real organic process that, like, None of us had it on our schedules to make a movie last year. It just, we met the right people at the right time with the right idea, and it all just kind of tumbled downhill from there. Yeah. Know? And people, people like it. People liked it. Which is the weirdest part Which of is all. the weirdest part. <laughs> like, I, the, the first time the three of us saw the film, we left the room being like, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, that was all like, of our first. We're like, I'm not embarrassed. Yeah, like, we literally stood up and cheered and said, we're not I'm embarrassed. Because <laughs> you know when you do something, you do a project, you're like, here you go, guys. I hope you like this project. I've been working on party views. I'm, like all, always like, well, this is going to be the moment they hate me. Yeah. Right. And then we left. And we're like, oh, oh no. Cool. Maybe they'll like it. That was pretty good. It's, yeah, we yeah. have we have such individual control over all of our own personal channels and we play ourselves on all of our channels that this is one, we're relinquishing control to a greater uh, source mm-hmm. and we're not playing ourselves. So it was like, okay, this is going to be a surprise when we see the final outcome and we were all really happy with it. And mm-hmm. to be totally honest, we watched it for the first time in a screening room together with <laughs> just a backpack of booze yeah. just in case yeah. also the screening room was red from ceiling to floor yeah to was... induce a state of panic yeah yeah, yeah. so it weird was... choice yeah yeah was what was that like relinquishing control and not playing yourself very cool yeah it was very cool i mean the, 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 i think for myself and i i think for all of us we really trusted everyone that we worked with uh, all of mm-hmm. our cast and crew became like a small family to all of us i mean we shot for two weeks in santa clarita with no cell service so it really was like camp like we had no other option other than either playing candy crush or having human conversations yeah, like <laughs> by, the, by the last night we were all crying and did a choreographed dance yeah that, because that was because like how we camp. spent yeah, yeah might was, as well it was great and we didn't light like wish paper instead <laughs> of the sky <laughs> well it's amazing what people can do when they're forced to not have their devices nearby yeah um it was a lot more eye contact i think we're all used to in real life because you can always kind of listen to somebody but also be doing something totally separate yeah so so being in the woods like that was uh, different. Yeah. By like the third day, you realize like, oh, no, I know everyone that works on this production's name and a little bit about them and I'm going to get to know them better. And it was it was that made it feel like camp, yeah. which made the whole experience really special. Yep. So we trusted they'd make it. They'd make it nice. Yeah. 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 Um, d- uh, Grace and Hannah, did you guys go to camp as well? No. no. 
Not at all. Did you? <laughs> I. You're I supposed to be our new best friend. Got to put I out vulnerable information. Dancing loves camp. No, I. I love the idea of camp. Okay. Right? I also like growing up. My favorite show was Facts of Life. I oh. wanted to go away to boarding oh, school. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> I would get you started. <laughs> I've seen every episode. A young oh, Clooney. Yeah. This is th- that George was Burnett. like the first uh, inkling of how I knew my younger brother was gay. Is that he and I watched the Facts of Life all the time growing up. What was your favorite era of Facts of Life? I mean, I'm. It's. I don't remember all. I just remember like that was a thing that Tim my brother and I did together and that we just loved every time they said Tootie's name out loud <laughs> that like we just would like laugh like hyenas like we weren't even paying attention to plot lines or stories <laughs> or characters we were just like say her name then I'm gonna guess you don't know what her real name is right no What's, what, Dorothy, it's Tootie Dorothy Tootie Ramsey oh yeah. what's Tootie short for Dorothy it doesn't it never really made what? sense Dorothy she just went by Tootie I don't know I know there was something about how she was on roller skates at the beginning because oh. Kim Powered Fields by farts oh that's right <laughs> oh I wish Kim Fields was younger and shorter than the rest of the girls so they put her on roller skates and then she would sing like toot toot tootie at one point toot toot yeah we need to do that yeah, more yeah. guys <laughs> so anyway I loved that show and I loved the idea of camp uh I really wanted to go, and then I finally went away to the worst, worst, worst summer camp ever. It wasn't one of those fun camps where you get to choose arts and crafts and do mm-hmm. fun stuff. They, it was like almost like it felt like a military camp. Like yeah. they graded the cabins on uniformity. I was, you couldn't, have, you couldn't. Everyone's pillow had to face the same way. Was um, this camp or boarding school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you know, Facts of Life was, was boarding school. Yes. So I think okay. your parents just convinced you that's what camp is, and then sent, <laughs> and you, then away. sent you away. It was like outward bound. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. Was but. it in New Hampshire in like a gray building? <laughs> they gave us three peanuts and said, "I'll see you in six weeks." <laughs> no, yeah. So my own. Personal. No, you know what? Because I was like a fat, soft kid. Uh-huh. I feel like summer camp, except for the camp and the movie Heavyweights, that's not really who flourishes at camp. You got to right. be kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Were you tough? No, hell no, I wasn't. But you I went wasn't to a, a ca- camp. Then. I wasn't a camper. Like none. The three of us have never no. been campers. I was only a counselor, and when I was a counselor, I. I ran the dance program. Oh, so, yeah, people were out roughing it, and I was in the air-conditioned <laughs> dance studio. So I just want to learn archery. That's the only reason I would go to camp, all of camp, like six weeks in the summer, whatever. I just Wouldn't that be cool to Cause know? Because of Hunger Games? Yeah. Is this, like, a new <laughs> want? Yeah. yeah. This is a new desire it's I have. really trendy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. You know who's fucking badass at archery? Who? Gina Davis. Really? She went to the Olympics. What? She represented our country for archery in the Olympics. Wow. She's a badass. Wow. She does everything. I know. I want to be Gina Davis. super smart. <laughs> if you're into archery, where do you practice? And uh, how? They have places you can learn. I saw Felicia Day do it once on the internet. Mm. Yeah. When I was uh, growing up, my family and I used to do a vacation to the Poconos and uh, in Pennsylvania. And uh, we would do archery as a family. And yeah, it's super dangerous. Would you stay at one of those places Caesars, with the with the champagne glasses? You would. Yeah, but we never. We it's literally bucket list. I know, but we weren't in the honeymoon suite. We would stay in the family suites, and then there were also like honeymoon suites. So like, oh. yeah, in the whole brochure, I would see the oh. big champagne oh, wow. glasses, and all I would wonder as a child is like. How did that woman get, get into the glass? Yeah. Wait, what are these giant glasses? So, <gasps> a lot of things are wait, happening. Yeah, so where are you from? I'm from <clears throat> Orange County, California originally. Okay. But I did live okay. in New York for nine years. Okay. So in there's a, a place called the Poconos, which is, I guess, like um, a west of New York. Yeah. It's like yeah. the mountains, cute little mountain houses. Yeah. yeah. No and one puts like, baby in a corner. Wasn't that Poconos? That was actually upstate New York. Oh, but, oh okay. And but, that was actually filmed 10 minutes away to, from where I went to camp. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? So I'm sorry. There's too many tangents. Oh my Poconos, god. Poconos, go. Poconos. Uh, there. It's this like vacation destination for people that are in like Pennsylvania and New Jersey and I, I guess New York too. I don't know. Um, but uh, so my stepmom's mom, my step nana, worked at uh, Caesars in Atlantic City. And so, oh, wow. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she was fin. She's the 
best. Step-nana. Yeah, my step-nana. So, like, when we were younger, anytime we had, like, a special occasion, we would go to Caesars in Atlantic City and, like, dine there. Uh, yeah, so I learned, like, very quickly how tacky everything is. Uh, but then also... Did you think it was tacky at the time? No, though? I thought it was the great... I was like, the ceiling is painted like the actual sky. <laughs> this is great. Um, I still think that's cool. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, uh, in the Poconos, Caesars has a resort in the Poconos. Caesars Resort, whatever. Um, and so uh, for family vacation, every like winter, we'd drive up to the Poconos and go there. However, Caesars Resort is uh, one part family resort and one part like super honeymoon destination. And like their um, creme de la creme is the sweets that have giant champagne glasses that are essentially hot tubs that you can <gasps> sit in. Yeah, what? wow. Maybe, and they have like pink carpeting mm-hmm. and like. Columns. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, but you never <laughs> knew how to get into it. Me in the same way of like, have you guys seen those giant chairs that are in the shape of a high heel? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah. I got a weird sort of like yeah, yeah, yeah. excitement uh-huh. over ridiculous. Do you guys shape ever get things? that feeling like, am I in a dream? Like, is this? Are you guys describing fake things? That I'm gonna wake <laughs> up right now and be like, well, duh, that was a dream, duh. Really? Like phones that are lips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the lip couch from Singled Out. <gasps> yes, Chris oh, Hardwick yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, so I only know Caesar's uh, Poconos Resort as like a family destination, <laughs> but also like, also, oh, this brochure. Weird. Had Maybe one day. one day, one day you can honeymoon. Well, no, there. one day I want a room that is a champagne glass tub. Yep, with. A lip couch. <laughs> All and the a lip phone. Now we know what your version things. of Pee Wee Herman would look like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but where's the stem of the glass? On the ground. On the floor. So, so there's like, like a ladder or something. There's that essentially, takes you up there. that what they don't show you, it's very like, um, it looks like, um, I, I, I know, it's it's very tricky. Because what they don't show you is that there's apparently like a tiny staircase at the back <laughs> that you get in from the top. So literally, Ooh. it's like, I would say it's probably like six feet tall, the whole glass in total. And then it's just like a woman sitting in the top of it. And Does she come with the room? No. I, I mean, I assume. extra for her. Yeah. This is exciting me so much. Yes. I don't know why. It's probably a lot scarier oh. than actually romantic yeah. when you get up there. Oh, and is I'm it filled sure. with champagne? Because that's gross. And then why would they waste so much champagne on It'd their bodies? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a scene in Camp Dakota With where uh, a photo is accidentally uploaded. Yes. And I was wondering, all of you guys being so on the internet and oh. such, has anything like that ever happened to you? That means Why are yes. You laughing? Wait, do you know one, Hannah? I know one for myself. One, I know one for you. For me? Yeah. Oh, the video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. One night in New York, Hannah and I uh, had a super, super late night um, with a bunch of friends and coworkers, and I had to upload a video for the next day, and I didn't do it. And we were we just you know it's like we were just omega drunk and we came back to the room. YouTube is we were like why oh fuck it we'll just whatever we're just gonna do some stupid thing and we'll just put it up whatever doesn't matter no editing with no editing no thought no jokes it's gonna be garbage like what people like think YouTube is and essentially in my brain I was like oh my videos only live for twenty four hours so it doesn't matter we can post this now and then we'll post another video in eight hours it's fine and YouTube had just initiated this whole thing of like you can live uh, tape to YouTube so basically like you just push a button you tape you're done you hit a button and then it goes right up onto your YouTube channel (laughs) never so instantly yeah (laughs) but also we tried to record it like 17 times and then we're like fine this is the one and we put it up and then somehow I sobered up in like two hours and woke up (laughs) two hour power drunk nap later (laughs) it was like this is literally the worst decision yeah and deleted it Uh, but a bunch of people had already what were you guys doing it? I can't remember. We, we were just, just like sitting sing, in a blackout bed, drunk, blackout drunk, and I just kept talking about how like if I had a friend that had no arms and no legs, <laughs> how would I introduce them to other people? That, that was, was like, the video because the implication the was something about shaking hands. It was terrible. <laughs> He's busting up. Yeah, <laughs> so we had to take it down immediately. And, we took uh, it down. It was um, real bad. Oh, uh, it's real bad. Yeah, but, but personally, still, no, never. It, I've no. never had anything happen to me. I've accidentally posted my mom's phone number on right. Instagram mm. one time, and I del- like I only realized because the comments were like, "Your mom's phone number's on this." Mm-hmm. It was like a text message, and I deleted it instantly. And then I called my mom, and I was like, "How you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "I'm fine." And yeah, everyone was like super, super nice, and did not look yeah. at the phone. See, number. But that's happening to me now with oh, yeah. my dogs. 
called I Just Got a Dog and still has like the little name tag that has the shelters numbers mm-hmm. on it. And I put it up in a video and didn't think about it. And now they're like getting calls like from around so the world. So where does Mamrie live? So I'm um, <laughs> calling for someone even had the nerve. Some 11 year old had the nerve to be like. This is the BBC. We're trying to get in touch with the Maybrick. And it was like, uh, really? The BBC? You found her number so on like her the, dog's collar? The, that's definitely how the BBC operates. That's adorable. Yeah. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, how much do you guys have to think about that? I know one time I put up a video on YouTube um, that some friends and I had recorded on her street, and someone mm. sent, yeah, some, but I wasn't. I think it was before I was on the Adam Carolla show. I didn't have yeah. I didn't have a big following or anything at that point. Um, not that I have a gigantic one now Huge. compared to you guys. Following. But um, yeah, someone instantly was like, you know, I can figure out exactly where you are from this, and so I took it down. People let do that, creepy stuff. Let that yeah. be a lesson to you, kids and grown men listening, uh, <laughs> not to put social media on everything all the time. Because who knows? One day, what if you say something and people are like, man, I want to, I want to kill that guy. Where does he live? Doodle poop poop. Found. Oh, that got fucking well, well, dark. Whoa! No, no, yeah. Is that something you have to think about all yeah, the time? Not- there, there is a consciousness behind it now um, for things that we post. I mean, especially because we all we all have lives online, then we all have our private lives that don't exist online, and so there is you know a consciousness of being like, what's in the background of my video? Mm-hmm. What is the things that I don't want someone else to see? Or what are the numbers or addresses or whatever it is um, that I don't want other people to see? Um, yeah, so it's just like maintaining the balance between like what is public and what's private. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who of the three of you is the most different in their private life than their on-screen persona. That's, I think mm. we're all pretty much like ourselves. I know. I feel like we're all yeah. just kind of like exaggerated versions of ourselves when we're all Hyper-realized exactly. versions of yeah. ourselves. Like, I don't only... Like, I don't put the word queef and taint in every sentence like I do online. <laughs> it's like one out of five when one she's out off five. Hey, exactly. Also, also Mamrie's an amazing cook. Like, Mamrie cooks oh. really well. Yeah. And that's not like capitalized. Mamie online. makes an amazing baba ganoush. Ooh, she makes a baba gante. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, good. I'd say we're all pretty much ourselves, but yeah, like everyone says, the heightened version. The yeah. You know. As soon as like, if you were to put a camera on us right now, we'd be like, we'd hate uh, ourselves instantly. <laughs> I think that the only thing is that like my show is called My Drunk Kitchen, but I drink the least because I yeah. The, She's a lightweight. The worst tolerance. No, I just can't drink. I'm just like, drink, drink, now I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, she does do, she gets drunk for my drunk kitchen, but it's literally a glass and a half of wine and yeah. she's wasted. Yeah, but then I still finish the bottle and, and for no reason. <laughs> just because you're that just drunk. Just for, for the public. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, you know, for them. Yeah, what about you? Do you like to drink? I used to like to drink. Um, and then I used to like to drink too much. And yeah. so now I don't drink. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not, I actually, I always, it's hard. I always feel weird discuss. Not I don't. Not that I don't want to discuss it, but I always feel weird discussing it because it's not a neat story of like, oh yeah, and then I realized I was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. then I now I'm sober. It's mm-hmm. not like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I did feel like it was becoming problematic, and it was leading to be just. And there was just a lot of mornings of waking up and being like, I didn't want to do that last mm-hmm. night, yeah. or I did, but I was trying not to do that mm-hmm. last night. A lot mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And the minute I would have a drink, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to text that guy that I know is not good for me, and mm-hmm. I just so so much of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Inhibitions are good for a reason. It's kind of yes. like it helps you pause when you're trying to get to somewhere new and better. Like that's what inhibitions for. Right. So when you're drinking, it's always like I am gonna go hang out with my destructive ex. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think I ever exercised judgment when I was drunk. <laughs> and I like to drink to get drunk. Yeah. So, yeah. Judgment of others. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that right, exactly. <laughs> I was not discerning. Um, <laughs> but I think that now, or I know that I could go have a drink now and it would be fine. So mm-hmm. it's not like I can't touch it. I just don't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anymore. I'm definitely like a one, two, three, ten kind of person. So I have to be like one, two... Yeah. My tolerance is just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you work up to that or you were just blessed with that? <laughs> no. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like a hit the ground running kind of gal. So I think just I started drinking and immediately was like, yep, this is a normal quantity. Like, I don't. <laughs> this is I don't, it for me. I don't remember getting drunk 
easily. Really? No. Oh my god! When I first had a drink, I was like sixteen. I like puked down a slide in my middle school yard. Or no, something I mean like that. I did that, oh, okay. but that was after a lot of. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is after me after like two shots. Yeah, I'm also like a German woman. <laughs> like I can t- I can take a couple. Let pints. this be known, Mary is a German woman. <laughs> yeah, see, I had not not a good time. You're not at a all. German woman. No, I threw up in a lot of places. Some mm. of them toilets. Sometimes a planter or a cab. God, I yeah. wish I could puke or a cat. drunk. That's really? why. Really? Yeah. I bet you've tried. It's, yeah, it doesn't work. My body just like She's is like so we nervous. are making you feel this forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sucks. So, so do all of you live? Do you guys live in LA now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you all. But are in from a the very nondescript area. Right. I mean, LA. <laughs> I was about to say. Or somewhere else in Southern California. Or maybe in some other part maybe of LA another state. I like to think I live on the internet. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, then that leads me to my next question. How did each of you uh, start doing internet stuff? Mm. That's a great question. Let's go from Grace Albeck. Sure. Uh, I started doing internet stuff um, when I was in college. Um, when I graduated, my roommate from college and I moved to from North Jersey to Brooklyn. And we had both taken editing classes and we were really interested in, like, I saw these two girls named Beth and Val, and they made, this is 2006, they were making these little short um, jump-cutted videos of them answering questions, and I was like, ah, Michelle and I could do this. So we started doing it, and then I was taking improv classes at the People's Improv Theater in New York, and through the theater I got an audition for a web series called Bedtime Stories that went up on MyDamnChannel.com. And I booked it, and then the CEO of uh, My Damn Channel saw the videos I was making with Michelle and was like, hey, would you come and try and make videos for us every day? And I was working at a restaurant called Houston's, which is just like a glorified Chili's. Incredible girl daughter chokes, though. Continue. Yeah. No, like I dropped ribs on the carpet of Houston's. <laughs> Why would they have a carpet in a restaurant? Yeah, because yeah, that's how classy that's they the were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was 2008 that that started, that I started doing Daily Grace um, for my damn channel. And then as of the start of this, that was five years six years and the start of this year i broke away from my damn channel and i started my own youtube channel called it's grace it's grace it's grace kicking the ass of it the channel's grace how long ago did you move to wherever you live now um uh yeah january this year oh so it's been like only a few months for two and a half months whatever welcome thanks yeah wait wait, no no, 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 not your channel when did you move to california oh to california and also welcome your channel oh (laughs) i moved to california about a year and a half ago i was in new york for five or five and a half years and then moved here and i like it Great. One day we should do, since we all know so much about each other, each other, like stories. the, exactly, yeah, like we tell each other stories. I know. I feel like you two could tell that story and I'm like I'm anticipating telling Hannah's story right now. <laughs> do you want to tell each other stories now? You can. Uh, well, now Grace is done. Hers. I know. It really sucked the I life know. out of me. Sorry, guys. Um, no, I was living in New York. Uh, I was a translator for a company called Geotext Translations, which according to LinkedIn, by the way, I'm st- I still work for. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're like, happy four year anniversary, Hannah. And I was like, oh. Thanks. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Where's my W two? Yeah. Um, and anyway, I was babysitting my sister. Not babysitting. Cat sitting for my sister. Is it her baby though? Uh, kinda. <laughs> the cat is very cute and very fat. Named Mochi. It was, it's a great cat. Um, what up, Mochi? <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know. Rest in peace. No, Mochi's alive oh, as well. Continue. God, if, if I go home and find out. Anyway, uh, so my sister had a cat. <laughs> and then I decided to get really drunk, you know, to, like, cope with that. No. Um, I uh, She had bought me a uh, laptop for Christmas that had, like, the camera on it. And so then I was G-chatting with one of my former roommates in San Francisco at home. And uh, she was depressed. And I was like – and she was like, I really miss you, dude. I miss when you would, like, get drunk and cook for me, la, la, la. And I was like, dude, I'm going to make you a drunk cooking video right now. And so then I, I shot my drunk kitchen. And then I edited it on iMovie, and I put it up on YouTube, which I, in all my ignorance, didn't know um, that YouTube was uh, as public as it is. I mean, I knew it was public, but it just it seemed like a way you shared files, you know, or like videos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then people really liked it, and they really liked it, and it went quote-unquote viral, which, you know, now looking at it, it's like it made like fifty to 100,000 views. But at the time, two, oh, three years ago, that was significant. Huge. Yeah. How, how did that happen? I don't know. I mean, I made I 
like how did it go viral? Yeah, I guess because I'm saying Facebook. You, like you just put it up at this point so your friend could see it, right? And then all of a sudden people started finding yeah, it. Yeah, and she posted it on her wall. And then my aunt, I have an aunt who lives in Oregon who was really like, I love this show, and like made all of her like friends watch it, and like you know Facebook that sort of thing. And um, yeah, I mean that's really the only way I can think of it. Uh, but then it was great, and then I met a lot of great people in the community, and eventually quit my job and started couch surfing and doing kitchens. And different kitchens, and then I moved to LA. Were you thinking you would stay doing translation before that, um, or did you have aspirations to drunk cook? <laughs> to drunk cook. Well, I think that like people in entertainment are very brave, and I was always scared to try for that dream. Um, but it's like that- the Katy Perry Roar song <laughs> in real life. Oh, it's such a good song. Um, yeah, no, so I feel very blessed. I feel very fortunate. I mean, I, I got a real opportunity, and then I just worked in it. But you also capitalized on it. Like, you weren't just like a one-hit wonder. Right. You're not double rainbow all the way across the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though he yeah. is, like, so the greatest intense. creature of all yeah. time. Yeah, you got smart about it. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's me. Boop, 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 boop. Name it. Oh, my God. You're up. Um, well, I, like I said, Grace and I had known each other a couple years already from doing sketch stuff. And she was a few years in to doing things for my damn channel. Yeah. Um, a good, doing like things three for years. my damn channel. Dirty yeah. things. <laughs> Terrible things. Yeah, two, you're already yeah, on like YouTube. Two and a half to three. Two and a half to three years. And Grace and I lived in the same neighborhood in Brooklyn. Where so, in Brooklyn did you guys live? Like South Park Slope. Yeah. We lived like, like five blocks away yeah. or so. Yeah, exactly. change. Not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. But um, so we would just randomly get Bloody Marys together throughout the week. You know, it'd yeah. be like a, it's 1 p.m. on a Monday. Neither of us, you know, are doing anything. Let's go get a little drunk. Yeah. Um, so I bartended all through college and in New York. And so we decided one day, I was like, I want to, I have an idea for a YouTube video. Will you shoot it and edit it for me? Because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we did one and it was mm-hmm. fun and we continued. And yeah. still to this day, Grace has been at every You Deserve a Drink. It's yeah. so funny. She'll she be left, there tomorrow. I mean, she left all the liquor at my place. So I was like, this is great compensation. <laughs> <laughs> this Done. is a beautiful friendship. Yeah. This is really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would love to do Just Me or Everyone because it is a super fun segment where we okay. weigh in on okay. things that people think are doing. They wonder if we do them too. Okay. But okay. Are, do you guys have time? I know yes. you, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. We're okay, here. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's of course. do sound Just like Me or Everyone. Assholes if we said no right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how I planned it. All right. Paris Paramus says, with vertical TP holder, which way should the roll go, left or right? I don't, I'm not a toilet paper Nazi. Who? Sometimes I'll allow the roll, the thing to be under, sometimes over. So hence, I don't have a lot of opinions about left oh, or right. I have He's opinions talking. about vertical yeah. toilet paper holders. You're right. That's What's yeah, that shit all about? That person's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, turn the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, turn your whole apartment. Well, no, you can degrees. just like, just... Just, you know, take turn a it. screwdriver and just turn the thing vertical or horizontal and then just screw it back in. Who wants vertical toilet paper? Like, if you pull, it's going to go bloop off the top. I've You're seen right. it. It's like a fancy thing, supposedly. Fancy. Uh-huh. Whatever. Well, Paris is the yeah, first I mean, word. I mean, yeah. Paris Paramus. Yeah. It's all going to your butthole. So, like, there's <laughs> exactly. no need to be fancy. Quit Bethany, being an ass. Bethany says, just me or everyone, while trying to get into a tight parking spot, mm. I shift my bum as if moving my body will help my car fit. Sometimes oh, mm. I want to hang out with Bethany. <laughs> yeah, I want to go dancing like a lot with of her. Fun. Yeah, what kind She's of a bum does she shifter? have? Um, I don't know. I, I mumble out loud. Does that count? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, nailed it. We had nothing but confidence. I'm too busy cursing. I'm terrible at parking. My parallel parking is just god awful. So it's I'm perpendicular. Sure. I'm I'm more like squeeze my asshole out of fear than shift my bum. I would say <laughs> I won't even try to get into spots that look small. Even no, though, so, I mean I know I that will, I probably could fit, but I just don't want to do that to myself. I still have like New York state of mind where I'm like I can walk a mile to get to the place that I need to go uh-huh. as long as that spot is big enough that I can just like pull right into it. Totally, I'm like my legs work. Let's use this to my advantage. I don't need to impress anyone by trying to parallel park in front of, like, 20 cars waiting. No. That's, that is the worst. Earlier today, Mamrie watched me parallel park outside the studio. You're so good at it. 
Oh, yeah, you were good with your size. This is set up for us to tell you how good you are. (laughs) No, I mean, I was going to talk about like how nervous it makes people. But yeah, I don't know. Are you more confident parallel parking because you're a small person? Like Grace and I, we're tall, so we don't like fit into things as well. Also, your car has the backup camera. I know. Yeah, ours don't have it. No, doesn't. I know. It seems like it should. The last one I had did, and now I feel so fucking spoiled <laughs> do you miss it because i have yeah. it and i never you really use it oh, oh you gotta teach time. yourself to use it dude i, I use it all the time that's oh. great i love it, doing mine it had like the uh the yellow line and the red line the yellow line's like you're kind of close like maybe mm-hmm. you should stop the red line was like fucking stop right now <laughs> and i miss Future. that people yeah. do i will say this uh every time i borrow somebody's car that doesn't have the backup camera i'm always like hmm, i'm not reversing anymore hold yeah. on yeah I don't know. Oh, sorry. This is a podcast. I'm doing lots of gestures that make sense. (laughs) Hannah does do the, like, arm across, (laughs) across the other, the other seat to look back. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Bold move. No, that's what you do. Bold move. That's That's what you do. That's reflexive. Yeah, you. I don't. My arms are not what that's what mirrors for. What if you have no arms and no legs? How do you do it? I wouldn't know how to introduce myself. Yeah, exactly. And nor would I know how to introduce you to other people. (laughs) All right, Paul C says on the week of Allison's wedding, I plan to sign up for one of her sponsors as my wedding gift to smear everyone. I don't know, but is that what that you're getting acronym sounds for? To smear everyone. Yeah, I got married actually. (gasps) Congratulations! Congratulations! How you? Um, two weeks ago. Holy oh, shit! Did Why you are, dance at your own wedding? Aren't you I did, but not like boogie dancing because it was. It was. Yeah, I did. It was probably terrible. You did like been two full weeks yet. Don't sell yourself short. It's been like ten days. Well, uh, you, why you're are right. you? Why aren't you on your honeymoon? You're wow. right. We. Time is all confused in my head. It feels like two weeks. Um, <laughs> we haven't planned a honeymoon yet. We're going to take one. It just planning the wedding was so much so planning much. Yeah. that trying to plan another thing on top of it just yeah. felt like too much. Insane. Yeah. Totally. Was it here? It was in Santa Barbara. Oh, fun. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun, fun. It was fun. nice. But, Paul C., you know what you should sign up for? The no-no. Don't walk around with furry legs or a fuzzy face. Uh, you need the no-no. I love the no-no. You can get rid of unwanted hair faster and safer in the comfort of your own home with no-no hair removal. Don't pay for expensive, expensive laser hair removal services or waxing. It's easy, works quickly and effectively. Um, and the no-no device, which is just this small device like the size of a cell phone, is totally portable. You just glide it along your skin. Um, it's totally painless. When they told me that, I thought, I don't know. I'm a wimp and I feel everything. But then I conquered my fear and I used it. Does not hurt. Does remove the hair. Uh, your no-no hair device comes with a travel case, which is very snazzy, so you can store it, take it everywhere with you. It works on all ages, skin type, and hair color, and men and women can use it. And the entire purchase is backed by no-no's triple guarantee. If you're not 100% satisfied, they'll refund the purchase price, refund the shipping, and even pay for you to ship it back to them. You don't risk a penny to try a no-no. Call for details. Terms and conditions may apply. Um, so wow. visit my exclusive site to cash in on a special offer for you guys. That's yes. nonobestfriend.com. Again, that's nonobestfriend.com. <laughs> if you order online, you get a free gift card. Or you can also call 800-508-4815. Again, that's 800-508-4815. Okay. Wow. That, that, that product has some mis- mixed messages about consent. <laughs> How so? It's called a no-no. I know. Yeah. No, that like, sounds like what I would teach my little girl what her vagina was called. No-no. <laughs> That's my no-no. <laughs> You're right. We're saying say yes to no-no. Yeah. Say yes to no-no. Say like yes, it. yes to no-no. no-no. <laughs> All right. What did you guys call vaginas growing up? I've never discussed this. It's very uncomfortable Mine was called me. my china. I called it, like, I thought, she, like, they, my parents told me, like, vagina. I'm wildly no, offended. No, no, sorry, sorry. Everything's no, made not, in China. No, it was, Because it's precious? No, because they called, they were like, it's Dinner your plate. vagina. But I would be like, my China. And I remember one time I was taking a bath. And would you guys ever, when you took baths, you'd be like, here's some bubble bath. Here's some other shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I put Benke in there. Oh. And I remember my mom ran into the bathroom and I was like running my little privates under cold water. And I kept just going, China's on fire. Oh. China's burning. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. I never ever had a nickname for my. I have, we call it private parts. Yeah, yeah privates. Yeah. yeah. I have never, literally, never told anyone on the Tell podcast. Tell us, we're your new best what, friend. What I was, the term that my parents used for it, 
And when you hear it, you'll understand why. Oh, my God. They called it a penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took me to that sleepaway camp. She told no, us they called it a magic place. Because <gasps> woof, I know, Whoa. because babies come from there. It's magic. Uh-oh. However, magic I don't Uh-oh. think they thought about how that sounds. Cause I remember telling a babysitter that. Ah! that the, oh, the my magic place, and she was like, "Oh, my friend calls it that too." And it was really? only as an adult that I was like, "Wait a minute, Uh-oh. Ma- a magic place." Magic You're like, place. "Is that your card?" <laughs> <laughs> And the first time you ever went to Magic Castle out here, you're like, not what I anticipated. (laughs) Not fun. Mm -mm. Chris King Uh, says, when texting and typing the word love, I always have to go back and fix it because I type live by accident. Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh Off of that. Uh, Yeah. 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 There's a lot of things that I text that uh, I have to go back and fix. My phone doesn't autocorrect. Especially Mamrie's name. Sorry. How did you decide between live and live? As, As I was saying live, I thought... Maybe I mean live. <laughs> yeah, just, I was thinking about that when I was putting this all together. Like it's like a read and read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. How do you I, decide? Right. Uh, live it or list it is a spinoff show of my favorite <laughs> favorite show. Love it or list it. <laughs> I live that. Gun one thirty eight says just me or everyone. When in a hurry after wiping, <laughs> I sometimes smell my hand to see if I can forgo washing my hands. Ooh. Hashtag late for work. No, wow. I um, I wash my hands uh, uh, all the time. Um, out mm-hmm. of I am so afraid. I, th- I've never had right. pink eye, and I'm so like you afra- never have. No, no, I haven't either. And I'm like, oh, I used to get it all the time. Yeah, I've had multiple times. <laughs> Mary just farts on her own hands and like puts her contacts in. <laughs> yeah, uh, the steam uh, helps my eye <laughs> moisture. Uh, I am like, yeah, I'm hyper paranoid of that. So I wash my hands like crazy. Like my hands are so dry right now because I washed them like I up. used to have a policy of only washing my hands after every time I did number two yeah. but then I realized that bathrooms are disgusting yeah they are and yeah. people touch things and who knows well, what they did here's the deal I will pee and not wash my hands occasionally at home uh-huh. by myself sure but not like in Well, I don't public. go as far as the people who take the paper towel to open up the door yeah. which I right. feel like I should do. do if I'm washing my You're hands. You're one step away from that. I do that. I know. Well, I feel like if I'm washing my hands, the door is where all the germs are. Right. That I'm just negating the whole yeah. activity of washing do you my do, hands by touching. Do you do the paper towel machine with like your forearm? Yeah, I yeah. do it with the back of my hand. Oh, yeah. you know, this is a true story. My stepmom was so neurotic about cleanliness. She was like really, really intense about it. Um, and when we were really little, we were like really dirty kids, but I, mm-hmm. I just never knew to wash your hands after you went to the bathroom. I'm talking like four, five, six, whatever. So she would yell at me all the time about it. And then when I started doing just to spite her is I'd be leaving the bathroom and I would just turn the sink on and, and stare, stare yep. and then turn it off. And she'd it's- be like, good job, Hannah. And I'd be like, you don't smell my hands. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, my stepmom was the same way. My stepmom was super cleanly. And my stepbrother, I remember I have this visual. He's like six years older than me when we were, uh, like when my parents first got remarried. I remember walking to the kitchen and he was eating Cheetos with a fork. <gasps> oh, God. Dude, send that madness. boy. Wow. He needs a hug right now. That's he didn't want to touch episode. him with his hand. And I was like. God, never tell him his hands are on his body. <laughs> I, I mean, would he scoop it into a fork or spear it? No, like he would just spear crush. it. Right. And they would like seemingly break and then he would like have a struggle to get it on a fork. But there is like, an invention is for that, which is like the little claw. Chopsticks? Well, Chris just said you got to use chopsticks. Yeah. Uh, my roommate. Say it on air, but you said it to me. My roommate in college. My Classic roommate. Asian. Freshman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you didn't want to say it on air. I guarantee it. <laughs> my freshman year roommate in college would eat uh, her potato chips with chopsticks uh, just for, yeah. She later dropped out. It was really depressing. Uh, not Chris though <laughs> anyway what else know. is on Twitter <laughs> Kay Inman says when I buy a magazine I always have to go through first and tear out all the subscription postcards uh, cologne inserts etc yeah. sometimes I tear out the subscription postcards because they get on my nerves and also we lived in New York forever and my thing when I was bartending or any other night was I would get drunk and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like you know what I'm not going to take a cab and to reward myself, I'm going to buy like oh, an yeah. Us Weekly Ooh. and like a chocolate bar <laughs> and like something else. And so when you're drunk on the subway and then those things just go flying, you look like an asshole if you don't pick them up. Yeah. So it's Ugh. always been my habit since mm. then to like take out the subscription things. Mm. Also, who who fucking 
signs up for a magazine subscription via those things anymore. I know. Like, I, I think we're past yeah. that. I worked at Time Out New York for years. And they have the subscription cards that just fall out, the fallout yes. cards. Oh, yeah. And I remember um, a staff meeting where someone said these are really annoying. And then the editor-in-chief explained that they, they have to do it because they get a lot of business that way. Really? It's weird. From people finding them on a subway, probably. Wow. Huh. I doubt that's It seems true. archaic. It seems like when you would mail in, like, serial yeah. little, like, yeah, squares yeah, yeah. and stuff to get a toy. To get a prizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. E. Mackey says, technically, there's lots of food in my house. So none of it is sweet or microwavable. Therefore, there's no food in my house. I mean, I, I, yeah, I can relate. What does he want? Just like a Cinnabon? <laughs> Something easy to make, probably. Yeah, no, that's true. I opened my fridge today, and there's just, I mean, I kind of am doing what you used to do. Like, yeah. I just have a ton of condiments. Chips and, and now, dips. And now, and yeah, and chips and dips, and that's well, it. We, we travel a lot, so there's no, I mean, I, I started eating meat again after, like, seven years of not eating meat. And so, like, there's some chicken in my refrigerator, but I'm so used to, like, New York style of, like, going out to eat all the mm-hmm. time constantly instead of, like, trying to cook in your shitty, tiny kitchen. Um, so, yeah, my refrigerator is not good. Mm-hmm. Mine is great. <laughs> last night <laughs> last night I made spaghetti squash with zucchini, onions, and vegan sausage, and I made a delightful kale salad with a homemade vinaigrette with delightful. raisins, toasted almonds, <laughs> and fresh apple. <laughs> this so, is living. And I'm the chubby one. <laughs> What the fuck? Grace, uh, why, uh, what made you start eating meat again after all uh, these years? Why not? I, well, I, I was never, I was pescatarian for like seven years, and uh, I never was pescatarian for any like moral reasons. I was just like in college, like, oh, I don't eat red meat. Let's just see what it's like to not eat chicken or turkey, and we'll still eat fish because that's protein. And the first year that I wasn't doing that, I didn't have a cold. I wasn't sick at all. I was like, let's just keep doing it. And then it just became this like steamroll of like, Every year we're just doing this. And so it got to the point where um, I just looked at meat and was like, that looks great. Why am I not putting that in my person? And it really honestly was bacon that turned me. It's just too good. So now you're back. I'm back. I'm back in a big way. I had bone marrow like four days after I was back. Wow. Grace is like, "Um, can I get the grilled chicken on a steak? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I wake up and we're like, oh, I want pancakes. I want chicken. Great. Let's do this. Yeah. Mamrie, you're vegan. Do you judge? No, I don't judge at all. Uh, I try not to. I don't, to their face. Um, No, (laughs) I I love meat. Meat tastes delicious. Fucking cheese. Like, I I dream about Parmesan Reggiano. Um, Yeah, but I'm currently vegan. I'm like holding to it. It is a moral thing. I'm. I don't want to preach because, I mean, I'm not throw. I'm not saying that if I went to Italy tomorrow, I wouldn't like fucking break down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, never let's take get her real. to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real. Let's no eat, pray, love here. Mm-hmm. All right. And Chris says, last one. When I change brands on a product and there is a small amount of the old, I don't use it. I throw it out. Same. Cool, Chris. Are you American? That's. You know, I don't do that. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm stuck in a tiny prison where I have to keep old shampoo bottles just in case I ever want to use it again. Oh. No, what you do is you add a little water and you shake, shake it, it up and it becomes just like delightful head. rinse. That's it. And then really? it's empty. Yeah. That's good because that is why I'm hanging on to them because they shake smell it. good. Psh, psh, yeah. Empty. I should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I throw totally. them away. Yeah. I, yeah. I Yeah. I throw that. I love new products. I However... Well, your fridge is like oh, the gross. place where salsa dies. Yeah, no, my fridge is disgusting, <laughs> yeah. but I don't put the things in my refrigerator on my person. So. <laughs> Actually, you did that one time. One time. Yeah. This episode time. brought to you by yeah. Grace's person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> loves meat? No, I love I I love going to like uh, drugstores like CVS and whatever, and like just going down the shampoo. And I love watching uh, makeup gurus on YouTube yeah. and just like seeing their favorites videos of like what do they like and just like trying to like I don't know seem like I'm on the same level as them. And no, way. you have like quality makeup and stuff. Like you're you're but it's adult like, when it's it comes just to your like things. Kept very dirty. Yeah, yeah I was gonna <laughs> say you have quality makeup. Yet when you open your makeup bag, it's like did somebody just like explode something? Yeah, in there? no, three it, times. Yeah, it just looks like someone like poured dust into that bag. Um, so that's the story of my life. It's just like kind of nice things that have been kept in a terrible way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you guys met guys who have nicer products than you? Yes. I feel like every, almost every guy I've dated, their skin products are better than anything I put on my skin. That's what actually is that? one of the best parts about dating girls is that 
you they have clean towels always. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. They smell nice. Uh, are pretty. And they have nice things that they use. I That's, mean, and currently, and obviously, she isn't dating me. Then, yeah, <laughs> this is why we're anyone in this room. Like, this is why our friendship is sexual, dungeon free. I think these this guys are none of the ships gross. exist. <laughs> They're basically men to me. We're, we're not. We are not lady-like enough for you. We are the yeah. grossest. We're and gross. are you guys dating anyone? Everyone here, since I just revealed that I just got married. We don't talk about that. Oh, yeah, really? Twitter yeah. revealed you got married by saying, hey, happy marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing we keep private. We're all dating each other. Mamrie's my wife. Grace is my mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a really fun time. We're just like sister wives. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> we, if, if we were dating someone, we'd definitely see each other more than them. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So, um, I'm not going to push you to say, but I'm just curious about the decision not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. There's this thing online. Oh, I mean, for myself personally, the um, the YouTube space is like a very intimate medium. Everyone wants to know uh, about you. And for all of us, all of our channels start as like comedy channels, not about like um, documentaries of our lives. And there's a lot of people who do put their relationships online, who do make that public. And then that, to me, becomes like the forefront of what the audience is interested in. And mm-hmm. I want my audience, and I think we all want our audiences to be interested in our comedy first and mm-hmm. our lives. Second. Second or not third. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we keep our private lives private so that the comedy is what they pay right. attention to. Yeah. yeah, I think in the same way that there's, you know, certain actresses and actors, whether they want to or not, their their private life is so exposed that yeah. when you go see a movie, I'm seeing Jennifer Aniston I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in that same vein. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. And because our lives, you know, our social media, our everything is based off of this kind of like perforated public private persona. Mm -hmm. It's uh, not, it's our choice. Like we are doing this for the reasons we are doing this. If we're going to go on a date with somebody or whatever, or date someone for a set amount of time, like you kind of drag them into that. And it's like. It's just, this is not everybody's yeah. decision. Right. And yeah. if the person is super into that, then that's weird, too. Yes. Yeah. If they yeah. want to be on camera. Even bigger time, yeah. Yeah. It just feels like, I don't know, the closest thing to healthy of having, like, a private life that is actually private Very and then, true. like, an internet life that is public. Very true. Um, yeah. It's nice balance. That totally makes sense. Well, thank you guys yeah. so much. Thank you. Oh, this thank totally you for fun. having us. Okay. So... Uh, tell everyone where they can find you and whatever you want to plug. Throw it out. Sure. Um, uh, YouTube.com slash It's Grace. We'll be doing some no-filter shows in uh, London and Dublin in the first week of March. Those are and live May, comedy May, shows. May, 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 uh, And also um, CampDakota.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like to start mine with CampDakota.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, also YouTube.com slash Harto for My Drunk Kitchen every week. And then if you want to buy a book because you're, <gasps> yeah. uh, you know, love that, I love books too and mine will be in stores this august available for pre-order now Woo! CampDakota.com, obviously, so I'm not the bench. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because our publicist is in the lobby. Uh, no. uh, and also, my show is called You Deserve a Drink, so YouTube.com slash You Deserve a Drink. And, um, yeah. YouTube.com slash MameTown. And MameTown is my second channel where you can find my dog, who's I the cutest MameTown. dog on earth. So Beans. Check that out. Beans! Mm. Right. With a Z. And if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps Hannah's book, mm-hmm. uh, when that comes out, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it definitely helps out the show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AllisonRosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Um, we have a ringtone available. <gasps> Get out of here. Gasp. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. I love it. You need that. That's awesome. Thank you. I love it. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the <laughs> iTunes store. And we have a special bonus episode available. We recorded it live at the LA Podcast Festival. Uh, Doug Benson, Matt Costa, Chris, Gary, me, Matt. The genesis of the butter sandwich debate, along with a lot of other things we talk about on the Thursday show. You can get that. It's $1.99, but it's easily like $2.70 worth of show. Um, if you're a fan, you need it. You can get it by, uh, you can get it in the comedy album section of the iTunes store and you can follow Gary on Twitter at G. Patrick Smith and Chris go to uh, CampDakota.com isn't he the nicest can I point something out yes Camp Dakota is spelled with a T it's not Dakota no yes we definitely thought for a while in here so anyone who's listening CampDakota.com CampDakota it means female friendship in Sioux and Sioux Indian yeah sweet good name Mm. And don't sue us if we got that quote wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much. This was really, really fun. Um, And thank you guys for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey!
listening to the show everyone just as a reminder this episode is brought to you by nono to get your nono and take advantage of the exclusive offer for my listeners go to nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815 that's nonobestfriend.com or call 800-508-4815